Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I got to explain this to me because I don't know. We'll, we'll get to JJ Redick in a second, but I. It's trending. Yeah. We saw it on the TV, and then I, I, I'm on now Twitter it right makes here. makes sense. So listen, so obviously um, your boys aren't here this morning. Menigan, Menigan, Menigan. Why am I saying? Menigan Lin- might be here. Menigan will be here in a little bit. He'll be here for the afternoon show. He's going to fill in for me on the afternoon, on the midday show. Do you know Peter any Linson. of the time slots for any of Yeah, I sort of do. You, you know, when you've been here more than a decade, they're kind of just in the back of your mind. And you I am over a decade. Kind of care. And don't. But you got to be what? I'm over a decade now. Yeah, from when I started, from when I interned. I'm decade so of a paid employee. Poobah, yeah. you, me, Keith, Jeff. Garrett, technically, Garrett, has been yeah. here f- since the beginning, right? Close to it. Jeff I think, Thomas. I think Let's not forget Nick about Wilson. Jeff Thomas. Well, Nick had his Daryl Charlotte sabbatical for a it's while. It's a lot of people. You, in most if radio you it, most radio crazy. stations, you don't have this many people that have still Is there anybody there. I forgot? I Please don't want I don't want to leave anybody out. Mm, this I said Keith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Dustin. How did I forget about Dustin? Dustin, too. Anyway, um, okay, so we were having trouble on our conference call this morning before we get to J.J. Redick, right? Yeah. And so now we know well, the I, real reason. And, and, and yeah. I'm watching this, and I'm, I'm looking at, like, apparently there's just a major outage for cell phones, major. and it's got all the major carrier, uh, carriers involved, apparently. I just had them, okay. It's got AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular. Everyone is affected. They're saying that, I, I guess, they're, I, I have no idea what's actually happening, but it makes sense. We, we had so here, five I'll tell different you conversations exactly. this morning that got hung up on us. And I, I thought it was your phone that was bad, but sometimes... You both took I, credit for your phone being bad, and then the well, probably the third or fourth time, you both said, no, that one was you. I so yeah I yeah because then you start getting well then you start getting angry so like, I I'm my always, phone it's your phone yeah most people get mad about that so I'm always the first one I'll fall on the sword I'll be like oh it's my phone my phone sucks we had four drops on the on the call this morning yeah I'm I'm the first one to be like no nah, that that's on me my bad because most of the time then you just call back and then it's not a big deal right but then Owen heard Owen heard and, right. and I even took a second blame where I was like oh yeah it, it was my uh, my AirPods I'm like my AirPods got in the way yeah clearly that's what happened AirPods took over I had you on speakerphone AirPods took right. over we lost connection that way and the third time Owen heard me I was like I listen that's you man that's that's not that's not me and what I, did I say I took the blame yeah. for you it. took the blame I yeah. said it must be me but now I'm reading the story AT and T reports massive it's a, outage it's a possible cyber attack. Is what some Verizon people on Twitter and T Mobile also down for some. Well, that's my trending right now is first one is US cellular, the second one is hashtag outage, the third one is ATT down. And then AJ Brown somehow. Does it only affect if seems like it only affects that's funny. Um like making calls though. And this is nationwide, right? Yeah, I mean yeah, this is nationwide. To yeah. Be, yeah. This wow. is everyone. All right, so if you're having cell phone trouble, that that, that might explain why no one's calling. If the you show still this call things, yes, like our station at two one six four seven four. We did take a couple calls this show. Yeah, we got a couple. Some people maybe they were on landlines. That's why. And do you know what a landline is? That's another yeah. thing I find myself having to explain of sometimes. Of course, you do. I do. But I, like I said, landline to somebody. They go, 
What's the landline? I'll and never like, forget my landline number either. Growing up, it was oh. it was four four five five zero nine nine. It sounds it sounds like a comic book number. It doesn't sound like a real number. It's four four five five zero nine nine. And there used to be this guy. This guy used to give this number out at the club because it was such a fake number, right? Wait, wait. And so for for two years of life, growing <laughs> up at like eleven, twelve years old, on Saturday, Friday, Saturday nights, we'd get calls all hours of the night from this guy that was just giving out his number to all these random girls, and they would call all hours of the night. Oh, really? And, and we'd just be like, "Listen, he's not, he's not here. He's never been here. That is what it is." Yeah, and. And it, it, every night for like two years, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. And I don't know. I'll never he must find have out. Started getting on a different number. That's, that's what I wonder. I never find out if either a something happened to him or b he was like, listen, enough is enough. These poor people at four four five five zero nine nine, they've had it for too long. They're good. I'm gonna let them off the hook. I don't. I miss. I, you know, I use my old number for a lot of stuff like um, email addresses and stuff. I love using that because it's a number that I'll never forget. And there's places where you can use it in your life and. That's a great idea. I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a big big fan of my old phone number. But All right, so uh, take me along the ride with J.J. Redick, especially with the Cavaliers getting set to come back tonight. We've got the NBA going back uh, to playing Orlando Magic in town. So Yeah, J.J. Redick has basically taken over that. You know that, that, that weird, awkward time in between the All-Star break and like the game, the All-Star game ending, and then now where we're at, where we got games tonight, there's like that, that, that the little NBA window. The NBA dead zone. The NBA dead zone. It's something NBA... I like to call – the worst four days in sports talk radio because there hasn't been a whole lot. That's not the about. all-star game for baseball around you. Or there's, there's nothing. Uh, no, there's nothing because happening? we're so close to football that okay. I'm okay with it. Like yeah, you're th- going to ra- get a random quarterback doesn't want to be here story. Yeah. Something like always that. seems yeah. to happen. There's always something. And even worst case scenario, you're going to play IL game highlights. Whoever was the greatest yeah. baseball player in the international league. And and what used to be you had college basketball right now. And I feel like no one pays attention to college basketball anymore. So just kind of dead. Like I watched the Illinois game last night and I'm like, am I the only person in America watching them blow this double digit leap? That's either here nor there. Doesn't matter. Okay. JJ Redick has helped fill up this dead zone. Okay. Because JJ Redick in successive days has gotten NBA fans up in arms. First, he started talking about Doc Rivers and went down this whole entire stretch. And then this was him on first take yesterday and the responsibility that he feels like he owes people. It's, it's odd. It's, it's interesting, though. Here's J.J. Reddick. Since when is it players' jobs to educate people on basketball? When did that become a thing? When did that become a thing? Isn't that our job? Isn't that our job? It's our job to educate people on basketball. And here's the reality. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is the ecosystem we live in. I can do a video on my podcast. I can do a video on my podcast where I break down the last nine games the Pelicans have used Zion Williamson as the primary ball handler and what type of actions that has led to. I looked it up this morning. 54,000 views on YouTube. But I want to call out a coach yesterday. Oh, that gets tens of millions of engagements. That's the ecosystem we live in. So do fans actually want to be educated or not? This type of... Whatever J.J. is doing right there is so infuriating to me, Andy. I, I, I can't stand the guy that 
wants to be former player turned media and then argue about getting into our space and our arena. It it just it's bothersome to me. That I is saw- kind of good. So we, again, I just want to make sure we give credit. Where what was that? That on? was on first take. That was on first take. Okay, ESPN's first take. I I but I don't understand. Like I like when players try to become a part of the media. I think that's great. I think they sure. give interesting angles. But understand the arena that you're entering. Like that. This is the world that we're in. If if you want people to listen to what you do and to take in what you do, understand they're not going to be interested in the Giannis Antetokounmpo breakdown that's going to have fifty four thousand views. Uh, about different, uh, you know, PNRs and different ball action and everything like that. They don't care about that. People live in the mud. It, it, the sports media world lives in the mud. It's okay. It's fine. We like lists. We like rankings of things. We like talking about Doc Rivers and if he's resting on the laurels from 2008. That's what generates interest. It generates. It content. all goes back to one thing: Do other people see things the way I see them? I think that's a big part of wanting to be a part of any sports talk conversation, right? You want to either feel like, oh, or you want to feel like, oh, Baskin has no idea what he's talking about. Complete idiot. How'd this guy get on the air? And then it makes you feel good while you're listening. Well, but how much, how much should us as broadcasters, how much should we try to educate fans on the nuances of the sport versus just giving them, hey, Deshaun Watson versus Joe Flacco? What do you think? He uh, here's where JJ. Here's where like, he's like right. J, JJ's trying to make the argument that he wants to do more of the more of the nuance. He wants to do more of the the deep analysis, but he's saying we as people just can't we can't take that in. We can't comprehend that, which is fine. But understand that that's the arena that you've entered. You you've put yourself in this situation. I saw yesterday somebody um, they made the analogy to being invited to an Uno party and being excited. You're like, great, I'm gonna go play Uno. This is awesome. And then showing up and then being like, I hate Uno. Uno's stupid. That's basically what JJ Redick has done. He wanted to be a part of the media space. Right. He wanted to be a part of this. He entered a part of it. He got a, the biggest seat at the table you can get and then just wants to complain about how this is what media is and this is what talking about sports on TV is, talking on sports on radio and what it is. Like, we, we, how, many, how many film breakdowns have you done in your 12 years of being on sports radio? You don't do any. None. Because no one's interested no. in a film breakdown. If you want that, that's on YouTube somewhere for you. Right. With the same space the same space that's getting twenty five thousand views. Yeah, we don't live in the world where you know it was like you were going somewhere for uh, like literally when I first started in the business, we would do scores from all the NBA games and we would do I, I remember moving to Montana and they thought it was crazy because everybody in Cleveland did this there. And I'd have to sit there and read every NFL score from a Sunday. And read every Major League Baseball score from it. And so finally, I'm like, this is insane. Let's do what they do in Cleveland. And let's just put it on a roll. And then roll it for three. Like, literally, Hmm. the way you got scores was you would watch the 11 o'clock news on TV. And you would say, now, here's all the scores on a roll. And they would run a roll of all the scores. And it would take 30 seconds of the broadcast. And it was over. Now, like, uh, news directors... Uh, heads would explode if you wasted 30 seconds on giving scores without saying anything and playing music behind it. Well, we could have content in there. Dog bites, mailman, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> we we got to get that in there. Got to get this done. And and so. Cell phone outage across the country. But that's just how we've changed. I, I just, I don't, I don't know what, what is. JJ want like people want to hear JJ wants the basketball fan to be more of a basketball fan and less of a LeBron James versus Michael Jordan fan. But it, but is the NBA and his baseball and his football have they gone too far in and I love I love that direction. I love being like, "Hey, I think this guy's the fourth best wide receiver and here's why I think the top 3 are much better." I love that stuff. Like I but I know the arena I entered. But that also invites people to have an opinion and to think 
like I, I don't know. I, I always used to say this about news, especially like you don't always have to believe what you're hearing on the news, especially local. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really like you got to realize that someone actually had to care enough about it to put it on the air? And how did that get on the air? And don't be, you know, bump on a log while you're watching things. Don't be afraid to question stuff. Don't be afraid to watch stuff and just it, it, you're just going to accept everything that that you see because the talking heads telling you that. No, be active. Only like, if it's Klee talking heads. <laughs> except for us. That's right. No, but I mean, like, I don't want, I, I don't know. I like, I, I like conversation. I don't like, I'm not always right. I don't know how many people are going to sit around here and sit behind this mic and go, well, I'm right all the time. People, are, that's not me. Right. I'm wrong. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And I'm willing to laugh at myself when I, when I figure that out, but. I don't know. I just, we need to be more active. I, I, there was a time and Jeff and I still, I think we, in the afternoon show or in the midday show, sorry, um, that, you know, there's a part of us that always goes back to this journalism part of where we're from. Let's give information and let people figure out for themselves. But that changed for both of us because Mm -hmm. we're sitting here and now people are listening and they're like, well, what does he think about that? And I'm like, you know what? I've been watching this for 25 years. I should have an opinion on it. And you do. Yes. And you do. And so I, I don't know what JJ is trying to get at. I still don't. I mean, so who should be educating fans? I think that's that's kind of the argument he's having is that he's trying to educate fans, and it feels like he's not he's not getting anywhere with it. And I think that's frustrating for someone like him, you know, to have all this wealth of basketball knowledge and, and know the ins and the outs and the X's and O's, and then to come to the realization that – People don't care about it the same way he does. You want the Doc Rivers, why do you suck, and why, do the, why are the Bucks not fixed? You want that take as opposed to trying to figure out the actual reasons why the Bucks maybe aren't great. You know, right? when they're in a three-pass offense yeah, compared to a two-pass yeah. offense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And, no, it, and right. it's, it's tough. And again, but again, too, it's like, what are you going to take in in life? Are you going to take in the, the Netflix movie that's easy or the history lesson? You know, it's one or the other. Netflix movie. Always. It's way more fun. You know what's fun? Mary Kay Cabot. We'll talk to her next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 